Hello and welcome back to the furnace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You might have heard the line that the church is not a museum of saints, but a hospital for sinners. Now, it's a very good and useful line, especially the emphasis that the church is to provide the healing grace that comes from Christ. Indeed, there are many other images that describe the church other than hospital, such as being a port of refuge. Yet as good as these images are, I believe we should not reduce our understanding of the church to only a hospital or only a port of refuge. We need to look at complementary truths that deepen our understanding of the church. So I will add another one today based on today's gospel. So in the gospel today, we see that large crowds are starting to surround Jesus as he begins his ministry. And seeing the large crowds, Mark says that Jesus took pity on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he set himself to teach them at some length. Now notice in this gospel that when Jesus had compassion on this large crowd, he began to teach them at some length. That his first response was to teach them the truth because there is also the reality of a healing of the mind, a healing of ignorance by receiving the proclamation of the truth of the gospel. As one prominent cardinal put it, the church has to show how not to become sick, how to avoid shipwrecks, and here the commandments are essential. So all the readings today describe the image of a shepherd, and really, in the ancient world, the condition and growth of a flock of sheep depends greatly on the care, attentiveness, and competence of the shepherd, through feeding, leading to pasture, and general tending. That the shepherd needed to protect their sheep from the many menacing threats in the wilderness, whether from disease, the weather, and especially wild animals and even human beings. Wolves, bears, leopards, and even lions are named in the Bible as natural enemies of a flock, and cunning thieves are lurking to break in and steal the flock. That is why in arguably the most famous psalm in the Bible, Psalm 23, we are presented with a shepherd who gives comfort to us by his rod and his staff. Now you might think that the rod and staff are just two ways of saying the same thing. But no, the rod was a crude weapon made from a tree branch used by a shepherd as a standby for defense and weapon for battle. The rod was thus a symbol of discipline in the family and among the nations, which even St. Paul uses in his letter to the Corinthians. And the staff was used to guide the sheep and often redirect misbehaving members of the herd. It was also used to pick fruits of branches, so it was a tool for feeding. So thus the staff became a symbol of the protective presence of the shepherd and of his authority and rule. That is why the scriptures describe the supernatural power was located in the staffs of Moses, Aaron and Elisha. So shepherds ought to smell like the sheep and know the sheep by name. And indeed the role of the shepherd was to protect the sheep so it does not get sick or be put in danger. And therefore it ought to remind us today that true healing 
is a healing of the whole person, body and soul, mind and spirit, intellect and will. As St. John Chrysostom once said, the church is a clinic that offers excellent surgery, a surgery not for bodies, but for souls. For the church is spiritual, and it heals not fleshly wounds, but errors of the soul. And the remedy it offers for these errors, these spiritual wounds, is God's word. It's dispensed not by the hands of physicians, but by the tongues of those who preach. End quote. Let us entrust our hearts today to Christ, the Good Shepherd, that he may first bring us that total healing, and let us imitate him and teach others the good news of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Show favour, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in faith, hope, and charity, they may ever be watchful in keeping your commands, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.